Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Welcome to another week of telling everybody everything. I saw last night in the news that there's a British singer because it doesn't matter who she is. I don't mean to attack this girl. She just went to a restaurant and they didn't let her in. And she posted a selfie of her outfit in the restaurant mirror. I suppose she asked to go to the loo before she left. Thinking, you know, she had really been done a disservice and discriminating against. So she she tagged the restaurant, which is Sexy Fish, by the way. I mean... Is it sexy now, the things that we're eating? Because it's a sushi restaurant. So if sushi restaurant is sexy fish, what are we going to like? The alluring cow? Oh, join me for dinner at the desirable pig, you know, the seductive duck. Although seductive already has duck. So that's slightly redundant. The sed- I suppose I don't hate the name seductive. Just as a Chinese duck restaurant, maybe? Just, I, I mean... Sexy Fish, though, it's a step too far. There's a restaurant in London, an upmarket sushi place called Sexy Fish. And I have heard it's nice. And they have a dress code that says if you come there, you have to be smart, casual. They ask you not to wear athletic wear or flip-flops. You know, it's the typical upscale restaurant stuff. So anyway, this singer writes, Dear Sexy Fish, I turned up to your restaurant looking like this. You looked me and my friend up and down and said, No, you can't come in. And your restaurant was empty. Then I went to a different restaurant. They greeted us. We had a banging meal and wicked service. Sexy Fish London, please check yourself if this is how you treat people because it's rude, off-putting, embarrassing, and most definitely not inviting. We were made to wait, and two members of staff came to look at us and made a decision based on our appearance. I think the attitude of your staff needs to change as it was just simply rude. Thanks and bye. And people have just jumped all over her today. To call her privileged and, um, you know, to do the usual internet thing. She's disabled comments on this post, but she hasn't removed the post. So, I mean, she clearly knows that people are not in agreement, but she just doesn't want to see it. And I can tell you, I mean, well, she's wearing what I see a lot of posh young girls wear now. She's got black trackies, sort of dirty white trainers. She's got a gray hoodie. It looks like a designer hoodie, though I can't really see who makes it, but you can tell it's nice. And then she's got a Gucci bag, like a bum bag sort of, but you've put it across your body. Nice nails. Her nails are done. Doesn't look like very much makeup. Gray hood up and a black baseball cap. Now, you can call this classist, their refusal to let her in, but no, because if you go to a working class area, 
I'm sorry, I'm from a very blue-collar working-class area. Those people dress up to go to dinner. They dress up really, really nicely. I've only ever seen an outfit like this at another sexy fish style restaurant, um, Nobu in Malibu. That is very posh, very exclusive. Malibu is just exclusive for a start because they have a residence association. They'll only sell the very few houses that come on the market to people who get approved. Planning permission is very strict in Malibu. I mean, who lives there? Like Caitlyn Jenner lives in Malibu. Leonardo DiCaprio has a beachside Malibu property, which he sold in 2013 for 17 million. Oh my gosh. Well, he, then he doesn't live there anymore. Miley Cyrus lives in Malibu. Jack Nicholson. Ellen DeGeneres. Of course, she lives in Malibu. Jennifer Aniston has a Malibu home. Paris Hilton. Halle Berry. So you get the gist. Malibu is upscale, upscale, but it is a beach town. I went to Nobu as a special treat while we were in Los Angeles, drove out to Malibu, and I saw a clearly beautiful, rich little girl there who was basically just in a sweatshirt and trainers. I don't think she had pants on or shorts or a swim bottom, just a really big oversized hoodie with the hood up and then these long, long, long tan legs and little trainers, and I just thought, yep, it's rich kids who dress like that. I went to a belly dancing restaurant in North London. It wasn't my fault. It was someone I know was having a birthday, but I've been working a lot and I was coming straight from set and I didn't want her to feel bad, but equally, I really didn't want to go to this birthday. I was just so exhausted. This was while we were filming The Duchess. When you're filming a sitcom, it's just 5 a.m. starts at least five days a week. So I was working, working, working. I wrapped at eight o'clock and I wear beautiful clothes on The Duchess, but then I wear a tracksuit to and from the set. And so I put my tracksuit on. This is like red old man slippers, by the way, not even shoes, gray track pants. My friend Rianne from Newcastle, she told me that track pants that have an elasticated ankle, those are called shit catchers, by the way. And that's my favorite track pant. So I had on gray shit catchers. And then I had a zip up black hoodie from, I think it was Latitude Festival. Yeah, it was. I mean, my name was on the back of the hoodie, but nevertheless, it was a black zip up hoodie. I had full makeup though, and really nice long, long hair done, but still I went up to the door of the belly dancing restaurant and the proprietor, security man, whatever, he looked it up and down at me and he said, no, this is, this is not even as nice as what they were to bed. And I just thought, yeah, sir. I mean, I can't argue with you. And I turned around as my nine-year-old neighbor was getting let in and I was just like, yeah, you've made an excellent call there. So look. Famous person, I'm sorry that you didn't get let into Sexy Fish, but some places they just won't serve you in a tracksuit, and that's that. And I know I'm as comfortable in a tracksuit as you are. I think you look more baller in a tracksuit than any other outfit. What is more baller than dressing to the nines? It's going somewhere in your pajamas. Because only Flavor Flav and maybe Hugh Hefner and you are doing that. It takes a lot of confidence, but you are rolling the dice. You could be turned away. So there's a thread on Reddit, A-I-T-A, am I the asshole? And I think in this case, you are the asshole. Sorry. I wanted to ask another, am I the asshole type question. I know that British customs are slightly different to Canadian ones. 
actually, I think this is even more appropriate in Britain than it would be in Canada because in Canada, people are really friendly. They're letting people into their houses. They don't lock their doors. This is why I just couldn't mix with these these absolute sociopaths anymore. I had to come somewhere less friendly. But I was coming out of the shower the other day and I heard Bobby chatting to someone at the door and I thought, well, who is that? We weren't expecting anyone. He was actually just about to go out. And I was wearing a towel and I come to the top of the stairs and, oh, he's sort of like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, come on in. And it was a woman who started showing him pictures on her phone and talking about her kitchen. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I needed to investigate further. So I put a rope on, I came down the stairs and I was very unfriendly. I basically just glared at this lady. She was about, I don't know, 50, 60. And she said, oh, I've just been down the road shopping for kitchen. And I was speaking to Clara at this kitchen store. And um, I'm really interested in this stone, blah, 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 cabinet bit that you have in your kitchen. And she told me to come down here and check it out. And I was like, oh, what? I just sort of stood nearby. My mother always taught me that if you're ready to leave somewhere or you need something, just stand. It really creates a sense of urgency. Stand. You don't have to say anything. I said nothing to this woman. I just stood. Uh, Similarly, if you're trying to make a deal with someone or you need to get power in a situation, you should eat. Eating is a real power move. They will know that they are beneath you if you eat. So I don't know how to apply that to real life. I suppose if you're haggling on the price of a car or maybe you're purchasing real estate, pack a sandwich in your purse. The bigger, the better. And just take that out when the negotiation gets deep and have a big bite of it. And the person you are negotiating with will know, oh, wow, this is a powerful woman. So anyway, if I had had food nearby, I would have eaten it. I was just so shocked. I stood and she kept talking about her own kitchen and looking at ours. And she's like, oh, you know, I was going to get the the gray. St-. And Bobby's like, I, I don't need to see the pictures of what you're going to get. So she looks at ours. She kept sort of trying to strike up a conversation with us. And then she just went, oh, okay, well, thanks. I've seen it now. And she left. And as soon as she was out the door, I rang the kitchen store that she had mentioned. And I asked to speak to this Clara. And I was like, um, hi, we live at so-and-so address. And this lady has just come to see our kitchen. And she's like, oh, yes, I just saw her in my shop. And I was like, right, will you never do that again? And she's like, oh, oh, well, I did discourage her from going there. I just, she said maybe she would stop by anyway and try her luck. And I was like, right, 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 right. You gave her our address, though. Just never do that again. And the woman was like, um, okay. And I felt badly chastising her. But what the fuck? Is this a thing? Are shops just giving out your address if you've had kitchen work done by them? And they didn't even do this work for us. It was the builder, whoever lived there before us. I have no relationship with this kitchen shop. This is the first I've ever even heard of this kitchen shop. And I know that press, even though they're not supposed to, press can pose as other things and get into your house. I know of occasions where they've wanted to get a picture of a new baby, so they pretend to be a florist dropping off flowers, and they've got these big flowers so you can't really see them behind the flowers, and they bring them in, and really they are delivering flowers, I guess, but instead of a florist shop delivering flowers, it's like the actual journalist delivering flowers. And then we even had an incident after the burglary where 
someone from the press came and rang the bell and asked to see CCTV footage. I understood that this was a police person. Bobby understood that he said he was a detective because we were expecting a detective to come get the CCTV footage around that time of day. Anyway, we let him in. He then starts to tell us once he's inside my house, oh, I'm from this newspaper. And I just, and I freaked out. I was just like, what? You said you were a police officer. He's like, no, I didn't. I didn't say I was a police officer. And I just felt so violated all over again. So anyway, then I was cross with Bobby because I was like, this could have easily been another press person. And he's like, well, listen, we haven't done anything interesting lately. The press, <laughs> the press don't want to get in our house. And I mean, the fact that I called the kitchen place and they did give our address to some kitchen shopper confirms that it wasn't. But we just can't be letting strangers into your home is my point. And British people, is this something in your communities that you go around doing? Just cold calling people to see their cabinets? I'm I'm not in the community spirit if this is what's normal because I don't want to let strangers, even neighbors that I don't know, just come inside and look at my house. No. Oh, excuse me. This is what I'm going to do. Just start knocking around doors. Hi. You know, I went down to the local waxing salon and she says that she does your bikini line and I would just like to take a peek at it if I could before I commit to having my own bikini line waxed. Hi, sir. Yes. Is it you that had your asshole bleached over at Serenity Spa? Do you mind if I just quickly, let me show you a photo of the type of asshole that I was going for and is this normal? Am I the asshole? Write me a letter telling everybody everything at gmail.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Congratulations, by the way, to my daughter and all year six leavers all graduates who are older than that, all sixth form graduates. I forget exactly the levels of graduation that you have in this school, but it's not the end to the year that you were anticipating. And then you've rolled with it and you've done it anyway. And by September, hopefully you have some sort of normalcy back in your new exciting life. My daughter's school asked me if I would do a special favor and get a certain celebrity to make a little video saying like, well done girls. And this person did an incredible job. They were like, you know, always try your best in everything that you do, no matter what it is, give it your best. That is great advice. And I was actually quite hurt uh, that they didn't ask 
just me to do it. Like, Catherine, um, we know that you work a lot in television and you have um, a really popular new podcast. Do you know anyone else who might give some words of wisdom? Momentarily, that stung. I was like, oh, I would have done it. I have advice for your six levers. But I mentioned it to Violet. I said, well, I have some really intense wisdom. And Violet said, well, no, mommy, none of the other girls will know who you are. And I was like, what? They won't know who the fuck I am. They've been to my house. What do you mean they won't know who I am? I've made them breakfast. How can I have been invited to speak at the Oxford Union, but I can't manage a primary school in North London? Just because I worked at Hooters, I suppose. Just because of my trash mouth. Just because I rap things like, you know, about how I want to fuck dads. I love their dicks and I love their balls. They're naked in my videos and that's what you call a play a big deal. I'm an owl female. I fuck so many dads I'm selling pussy wholesale. Orthodontist. That's my home. Do you know what? That is a feminist anthem. Because men are being objectified for once in hip-hop. And I think it's something the kids need to explore. How is it different to poetry? I would have said some cool stuff. I would have told them to drink lots of water and to wear sunscreen all the time and to be unusual because I absolutely loathe the current trend of being ordinary. I think every little girl my daughter's age is striving for mediocrity. They all want to be little clones of each other. They all do the same dance. They want to dress the same way. They just want to fit in. I shouldn't say all of them, but it's a fair few of them, and it worries me. There was an end-of-school singing ceremony. All these students contributed videos. My daughter refused to do one. She was like, no, no, you know, I don't sing aloud anymore. I was like, what the fuck is that? You don't, you only sing in your own head now. That's your special talent. Oh, I'm really glad I wasted all those years of singing and piano lessons for you to be singing in your own fucking head. But I can't say anything because I'm a performer. If I were a graphic designer or an accountant, I could push her. I could be like, oh, like hell you won't do the thing, but I can't do that because of my job. I do know a few celebrities though, and I was trying to think, oh, who would connect with these young girls really well? And Violet watches Love Island. I was going to reach out to a Love Islander and be like, hey, maybe you could give, you know, the end of your speech. But I mean, that's not what they're looking for, is it? Can you imagine the parents' faces if I got, you know, someone who banged in the villa for maybe 50 grand? Because remember, these kids don't have sex on television for 50 grand. You know, that's something. These kids have sex on television for maybe 50 grand in a fashion deal with like Boohoo.com, who we just found out this week, pay their workers in Leicester like three pounds 50 an hour. Right, girls, just want to say congratulations. You've done an amazing job getting to year six. And that's all you need, really. Uh, <laughs> you can get a little Pomeranian from Russia um from like a puppy meal and you could get yourself a nice boyfriend from the local gym and then maybe if your abs are amazing enough you could go on love island and then do like an appearance fee in tiger tiger for 40 quid and i'm very talented actually because that was like four different accents in one 
What did I tell you? Bam, performer. But you see, Violet, you see, girls, you always go for it. You miss all the shots you don't take. You give 100% of yourself every time. When opportunity knocks, you've got to be ready to answer the door. like to close with God Save the Queen and the Lord's Prayer. Oh, I probably wasn't asked because of the school headmaster, that's my hoe bit. I forgot that I also objectified the school headmaster. And that was a step too far, girls. And you need to know where the boundaries lie and how far you can push it. And that is my commencement speech. Let's see what's in the emails today. This part's always got me feeling like Mr. Rogers. Let's check the post box to see what the friends have been writing. Anyway, this one is from Delilah. Hello, Catherine. I absolutely love listening to your podcast. Lockdown hasn't really affected me so much. Both myself and my partner work in a prison. Well, let's bookmark that. How did that happen? Did you guys meet and both decide to go to apply at the prison? Are you both prison guards who fell in love? I don't know what type of positions there are at prison. Well, I know one. But, uh, you know, maybe... One of you was intake. One of you might be a uh, cafeteria person. What jobs are there in a prison? Are you dating a prisoner? I'm made of questions. We've been going to work as usual. I found out over the last few weeks I've been having awful panic attacks. These can happen when I'm driving to work, when I'm eating my lunch, or when I'm home watching Netflix with Bay. Oh, Delilah, I don't think we say that anymore. I don't actively feel like I'm worried about anything in particular, not any more than I was 12 months ago. I think I would feel silly talking to a professional about these attacks. Okay, Delilah, and you've got professional in quotation marks, so I think I would feel silly talking to a professional. It's not professional quotation marks. They're professionals in dealing with panic attacks, but we'll get back to that. Because I feel like I'm worrying and getting worked up over nothing. I feel like there's only so much my boyfriend can take of me hyperventilating at 3 a.m. Oh, poor him. It really sounds like you having panic attacks is hard for him. I wish more people spoke up about panic and anxiety disorders so others could understand. Any advice would be much appreciated. So I've never had anxiety or panic attacks. I can't relate to this specific issue, but I will tell you what a quote unquote professional does when you go talk to them is they... They listen to your problem, of course, but they also listen to the way that you speak and to the way you describe yourself and the way you describe your relationship. And there are some red flags just in the way that you write about yourself, Delilah, the way you say, everything's fine, everything's totally fine. I'm having awful panic attacks over the past few weeks. This can happen when you're driving, when you're eating, when you're just home relaxing, and you don't feel like it's a big deal. 
I believe as a as another motorist, uh, sometimes pedestrian, I think that someone having a panic attack while they're driving is a huge deal. And I think other innocent bystanders would really appreciate it if you weren't having these panic attacks behind the wheel. You know, if you think it's silly for you, it's not silly for you. It's causing you a lot of stress and suffering. And then instead of taking care of yourself and going to speak to someone, you say you're worrying and getting worked up over nothing. And there's only so much your boyfriend can take of you hyperventilating at 3 a.m. You need to put yourself first. And I can only go by what I've heard from other people. Panic attacks are horrible. You feel like you're going to die. That's not a minor issue. You're not inconveniencing a professional, quotation marks removed. You need to prioritize your own health. And I think with mental health and anxiety, sometimes you don't realize how serious it is until you're on the other side of it. I'm sure that when you feel better, you'll look back in this time and be like, oh, wow, why didn't I get help sooner? I see how serious this was. You don't need to live with this problem. I'm sure that there are people you can talk to and things that you can do. I know my friend Nikki Glazer, who's an incredible comedian, she's always talking about a meditation app. The one she recommends is called Waking Up. It's a course. She says it's the best. 10 minutes a day, you can do it. And if you can't afford the subscription, read the fine print in the app store and find out how to get it for free. Nikki swears by Waking Up. And I think meditation helps a lot of people. You could be having some underlying issues. I mean, you're working in a prison in a fucking global pandemic. Delilah, these are alarm bells. Please get this sorted as soon as you can. When I went to see Pam for the first time, I was in a really bad relationship. And I kept talking to her about my boyfriend cheating. I was like, he just can't stop lying and cheating. And during some of my Skype sessions with her, he would come in and like interrupt the session or take my computer charger. He was just really aggressive all the time. And she pointed out the little things that I didn't see. She's like, well, you think the problem is his cheating, but actually I think the problem is you allow this person to walk all over you in so many different ways. And um, Delilah, I don't think anything's wrong with your boyfriend. I just think your own problems aren't problems to you. You're just worried about being an imposition on other people. And I think that's the greater problem, Delilah. Okay, next, this one is from Melanie. I wanted to talk about step-parents, biological parents, dead parents, and all that jolly stuff. I remember you mentioning that Bobby lost his father and that your parents are remarried, so I'm hoping you could either relate or give me some advice. Basically, me and my mom's husband have never gotten on or seen eye to eye. I've known him since I was 10, and it's always been the same. He's never had kids, and to be honest, is a bit boring, so I get why we clash. My mom and he are like chalk and cheese, and I've never fully understood why they're together. He always disagrees with me, challenges me, is a massive hypocrite. He moans about everything. I lost my dad when I was in my early teens, and I think part of me resents the fact I lost my loving father and got lumped with this big baby. I don't have any siblings, so I really don't know anyone in my situation or something similar. When I was in my teens, I spent many, many hours in counseling, and a lot of that time was taken up talking about him and our issues with each other. And the counselor suggested having a family session. Of course, he refused. All this tension is unresolved and swept under the rug, and I can't take it. My mom waits on him hand and foot, and it seems like she's his mother, too. She's always known that he and I aren't the best of friends, but at the end of the day, she's happy 
to at least some degree, and I know she's a grown lady with her own lady balls, and I don't want to interfere with their relationship, but how do I speak up for myself without causing friction at home? I really want us to get along, and I cherish the good moments, but his attitude grates on me. Well, I hope I'm not revealing too much when I say that Bobby's father died when he was, when Bobby was 10, and then his mother remarried quite soon. And I think from what I understand, this wasn't the right person for her. And it sounds like that situation was a lot like yours. Bobby, when I knew him, was never at home. He was always at friends' houses. It was kind of a tense environment at home. And I fully understand why someone like your mother, who lost her husband at a pretty young age, might do that pendulum theory where they move on to someone completely different really quickly just to feel safe again. And then I think we need to remember that our moms, even in their 40s and 50s and 60s, they can find themselves in bad relationships, the wrong relationships. They're still learning and there's still time for them to meet someone else. So Bobby's mother remarried someone else when he was finishing university. And this is the man of her dreams. He's a wonderful man. She loves him. She has such a better relationship. So I think Bobby's really made peace with, okay, there was someone in my life for a handful of years who was difficult to get along with. And now my mom's found true happiness again. And I think I'm hoping the same for your mom. I think try not to have too much interaction with this man and gently nudge your mother in a more aspirational direction. It's really difficult to accept, but we get to a certain age where we can lead by example and parent our parents in many ways. Whatever you do, don't find a difficult similar man because you're right this guy sounds like a big baby and I'm so sorry that you lost your loving father but I hope that if you find a romantic relationship in the near future it's with someone who loves you the way he loved your mother and if you're not in a relationship go out have fun be ambitious be with your friends and show your mom that side of life again because you might be able to save both of you from this loser there are several Cardi B lyrics that will help you ignore him in the meantime. Just don't rise to his bullshit. You don't have to talk to this man. He's not your dad. I'm sure you've yelled that to him many times. How about, how you gonna suck your man's dick with my name in your mouth? Think about that one. Or, I don't bother with these hoes. Don't let these hoes bother me. They see pictures. They say goals. Bitch, I'm who they trying to be. Right? Helpful exactly what I'm saying. Do not give this man an ounce of your time. You tried. He wouldn't go to counseling. He doesn't deserve your mother or you. This last email is from Gary. Hi, Catherine. I too moved from Canada. I've been in the UK since 2008. When I see the absolutely shambolic response of the Bojo government on the pandemic and compare that to the measured response by Justin Trudeau, I can't help but feel homesick. And let's not even get started on Brexit. Do you know what, Gary? I trust all politicians less and less and less. I think even sexy Justin Trudeau has had to make some terrible compromises to have a seat at that table. I just don't know. Before lockdown, I was a virile gay man in his 30s. Me too. In good shape, out almost every night, and hardly cooked for myself. 
coronavirus has changed all that. I'm in the shielded group, so my new normal is really the complete opposite to my normal state of being. I'm going to be honest and say that I'm quite lonely. Aw, Gary, I haven't hugged another person since March. This isn't meant to be a pity party because, let's be honest, everyone is struggling right now. It's just to say that your podcast and Britney's Instagram posts, sidebar, what are your thoughts on the free Britney movement, are the highlights of my weeks. Hmm, free Britney. What can you say about the state of Britney Jean Spears that isn't going to get you sued? She was put under conservatorship many, many years ago after she had a, a mental health episode. I don't know what to call it. She has been working her ass off since she was about seven years old in the Mickey Mouse Club at nine. Work, 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 tour, tour, tour. And she's still working and touring and making other people money, but she's not allowed to buy chewing gum without permission. Meanwhile, Kanye West also mental health problems, is running for fucking president 2020. Is that misogyny? I just think, I spoke to my psychic about this, Gary, and I've never tried hallucinogenic drugs, and I would like to one day. I was thinking, I like to do mushrooms or MDMA when I'm older, like when I'm 70 if I live that long. There's just no time to do drugs right now. And my psychic said to me that you really have to be careful when you commune with the spirit world because they can show you things and tell you things. You know, when people do ayahuasca and they feel like they see another dimension of themselves. Yes, she said the spirit world can be unlocked and it can show you things with these mind altering drugs, but the spirit world takes something as well that it never gives back. So these are the words of my psychic, not me. She and I were obviously speaking about free Britney And she reckons that Britney Spears at some point had a drug problem and that the spirit world took more from Britney Spears than they would ever give back. And she just will never be the way we knew her. This is why she can't dance the way she used to anymore. This is why, I mean, if you don't follow Britney Spears on Instagram, what are you even doing with your life? I love Britney. It's art. The way she takes photos, the way she tries on outfits, the way she dances, even the way she speaks... You can tell that the girl is sweet, but she is not entirely well. And then she always has some man nearby, like a a dancer man who appears to sort of work for her. I don't like the idea of someone being half carer, half sex partner. I know she doesn't get to see her kids as often as she would like. My hope for Brittany is that she never has to work again. Why are we doing this? Why are we making Britney tour? We're so selfish. Let Britney live in a big country estate in Louisiana, really close to her kids. Let her have animals. Let her dance. Let her work out. Do all the things that she loves without the pressure of having to make money for people. And I know she loves to dance and perform, but I just think she would be a lot safer if certain people weren't making money off of her. And then you can get into all the other conspiracy theories that you like, but we know what Hollywood is like. We know what the music industry is like. Do you really think that girl, as famous as she was, as young as she was, do you really think that she was always treated with the utmost respect in those circles with all those adults? 
I really hope so. Free Britney, Gary. Me and you. Free Britney. I hope you get a hug soon. I hope you get to go out. You can go to the pubs now. You can see some friends. You can be responsibly distancing. We are seeing the other side very soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your emails and questions. I love them so much. Be well, and I'll see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 